Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 19 of Mind Reading Marketing. This week, I really wanted to chat through some of the objections that I hear from my audience when it comes to updating their website. And I just wanted to go through each objection and explain why this type of thinking is actually costing you profits and hurting your business in the long run. I think that oftentimes we think that there are certain reasons that we're not doing something and a lot of times it's just because we're not fully educated around why those objections, you know, don't make a lot of sense. So this week I just wanted to dive into each of those and hopefully give you a little bit more insight on the objections that I'm hearing all the time and what I tell people on those consult calls when they say things like that. So let's dive in. Hi there, I'm Isabel Kateman and I run Stripe Dog Creative, a website strategy and design firm dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs create strategic and elegant websites so they can attract their dream clients, raise their prices and scale their businesses. I'm so excited to have you here for the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast. Tune in each week to hear practical business advice, tips on embracing and learning from failure, trust me, it's going to happen, and real talk on trying to create a balanced life as an entrepreneur for my guest experts and of course, from me. Ready to turn those dreams into a reality? Let's do it. All right, so the first objection that I hear is putting off a redesign because you want to wait until you have a big launch. So I get this one a lot from people that they're really not happy with their current website. They feel like they're at a place in their business and their website is not reflecting that place that they're in. They're avoiding sending clients to their website or maybe they have just a few pages that they feel comfortable sending clients to, but they're really waiting until they have a big launch. They feel like they either want everything to kind of go live at the same time so that it's like this amazing unveiling of a new service with a new brand or they just are so overwhelmed and so busy kind of prepping for this launch or thinking about this launch or just running their day-to-day business that they feel like it's easier to put it off and wait for a big launch. And one of the reasons that I wanted to cover this objection is because this is one that I hear so often and this is so, so important to kind of bust through the myth on this. So the problem with waiting for a big launch is that In the meantime, while your website is something that you're not proud of and you're not sending clients to and you don't feel good about, you're putting in so much extra work, and I'll explain in a minute why, and that's costing you not only time and money from clients that are potentially not booking you, but it's also just costing you energy. It's such a drain to have this business that you feel really proud of and to be so confident in the way that you're showing up in the world. And then to have this website, which is sort of the hub of everything for your business that you're not excited about and that you're avoiding sending people to. It's such an energy suck on just the way that you show up in the world. And the second reason that this is costing you time and money is because you're likely confusing clients. What's probably happening is you have this website that's sort of been hodgepodge together as your business has grown and you haven't kind of wanted to bring someone on. And we'll actually get into this in more detail in the next objection. But you're losing out on sales because your clients are confused and they're likely picking up on that energy as well. So, you know, if you're trying to either get someone on a consultation call and you feel like you can't send them to a website, then you're doing a ton of work to try to like 
convince them that they should get on this call and you're doing all this extra work on Instagram and kind of trying to filter them through, you know, other means, whether it's, you know, a social media platform or webinars or whatever it is to almost like avoid sending them to your website. And that's causing a lot of extra work on you. And when they finally do go to your website, they're likely confused or not kind of feeling the same connection that they felt when they were speaking to you directly or kind of seeing you in social media. And so you're really losing out on those sales because when people don't go to your site, you're you're not allowing them to kind of have that extra connection and touch point with you. I always say a really good website is like an extra salesperson on your team. And so it's basically like you're a team member short here. And so why would you want to be a team member short for any more time than you need to be when you could, you know, have that and and then you'd be supported and you have this extra place to, to send people where they'd, you know, have this amazing conversation with you or see this amazing reel from you or whatever it is, however they're connecting with you the first time. And then they go to your website and they're like, oh my God, like, you know, absolute cincher. Like, this is amazing, fantastic. Love her. Can't wait to work with her. And so the other reason is you're basically tinkering or you're likely tinkering with it on the back end, right? Because as your business is growing and evolving, you probably did this website a few years ago and you know, you've known for a few years. Um, and yes, I am talking directly to you. You've known for a few years that you've likely needed to update your website. So what's happening is as your business has grown and as you've realized like, oh, this piece isn't working or, oh, I want to change these photos or like, oh crap, I need to add this extra page. You're likely going in on the back end and tinkering with it, which number one, isn't allowing you to stay in your zone of genius, which is a huge problem because as the CEO, as the business owner with a team, you really shouldn't be tinkering in the back end of your website. But number two, it probably doesn't look good and it ends up looking worse and worse each time you go in the back end and tinker because you're now putting together this like hodgepodge sewn together website. So maybe you used a template the first time or you hired, you know, a designer the first time, but now every single time that you've gone back there, your VA has gone back there and you've kind of tried it to add something it not only doesn't have a cohesive strategy, which it absolutely should have, and you can believe that we're going to get into that, of course, me being such a huge proponent of strategy, but also it's probably just not looking very good. And you're feeling worse and worse about it each time and probably getting more and more frustrated because you feel like you want these certain things to be on your site, but oh, you're like, oh, you know, redesign is such a huge thing. And, and so, you know, you're not wanting to, to do that yet. And so each time you do this, you're just feeling worse and worse. And this gets back to kind of the energy and avoiding sending people there. So just like, this is just an absolute no. Like whenever you're feeling like your website is not in alignment with you and whenever you're starting to think like, maybe I need a redesign, maybe I need a new website, you do. It's time. I'm telling you right now, if you are thinking that and you're avoiding sending people to your site and this has been on your to-do list for years, now is the time. This is your reminder, your sign from the universe, however you want to see it, that it is time to do your website. Okay, so the second thing I see is a lot of website designers want you to redo your logo at the same time. And this is something that's really important to me. And I also have my clients do this. This is something that I'm rolling out in 2022 because I was getting this as an objection so often that this is now just included in my package is that you need to get your logo at the same time. And I see a lot of people not wanting to do this, maybe because they want to save money or maybe because they just really like their logo or they feel like their logo doesn't need to be updated. And the reason that this is so important and the reason that I am having my clients do this at the same time is because we need to talk about this first from like an energy and vibe perspective. So there's something just so refreshing about 
refreshing your brand. You know, if you've been in business for, you know, a few years, you likely started with something and you're already, you know, if you're looking to redo your website, you're already feeling like you're evolving out of that and it's time for an upgrade. And there's something so nice when you have this website that you love and you have these new brand colors that you love and you have this whole new aesthetic that you love of like putting this out. It's like a breath of fresh air that's breathed into your new brand, right? You're like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I can't wait to share this with the world. Literally, I'm in the midst of redoing my own website as I've talked about. And I like every single day will log into my website platform on show it and just like look at it because I'm so excited about it. And so that's the vibe that I bring to all of my clients where they just can't wait to shout about it from the rooftops. They're so excited about it. They can't wait to show it to everyone. There is nothing worse than feeling like this and then slapping your old logo on it. So you have this new amazing color scheme and you have this new amazing website and you have, you know, you're switching over all of your opt-ins and you're switching over your email templates and you're switching over all of your stuff on social media and then womp womp, here you go with this three-year-old logo that you honestly thought was fine before you started this process. But now that you're seeing everything new and you realize how excited you are for this whole new brand, you kind of wish you'd redone your logo and it's not really fitting in. And that's what I absolutely want to avoid. It's just such a bad place to feel when you're so excited about this new website. And the other thing is, and this is this is actually the reason that I got rid of it, is because one of two things were happening. I either was having clients come to me who wanted you know me to keep their old logo, and I was then having to kind of retrofit their new branding into their logo, right? Because I didn't want this feeling of them, you know, of them to have where they end up having to kind of slap their old logo on and it's not fitting. The minute that I have to retrofit something in, you're not getting the full capacity of what my team and I are able to do, right? Because we are starting from scratch in an ideal world. We're building everything from the strategy up. We're building a strong foundation. We're basing this on who you are today, where you want your business to go in the future, the clients that you're serving today, the clients that you want to serve in your in the future. And the minute that you have caused us to kind of already put blinders on and already go into a narrower lane, you as the client are not getting the best experience possible. So that's absolutely number one. Or number two, we don't put those blinders on and we do start from scratch and we do everything correctly. But then in any instances where your logo has to fit into the site, you're then, you know, you've paid for all of this incredible branding work and strategy work and copywriting work and you're so excited and we're so excited. You know, my team and I have done this incredible job and we can't wait to see you see this. And then in your footer or in your header, which is stunning and gorgeous and brand new and amazing, We're taking this old logo and having to shove it in there and retrofit it. So either way that you want to go on this, whether you're kind of, you know, forcing a designer to put blinders on and do this or whether you're the designer's not doing that and, you know, retrofitting, you're as the client not getting the best experience that you could get. And why would you limit yourself like that? It just doesn't make any sense. And it's so not good for the way that you show up in your business. As we all know, you know, the way that we show up, the mindset work, so important. And when you're not feeling a thousand percent, you know, you have this incredible new thing that you can't wait to show off, but then you have this like sort of crappy logo that you're trying to fit in. It just sucks. Like it's just not a good way to start with a rebrand. And so this is this is literally the exact reason that I now am requiring all of my clients 
to have their logo done at the same time. It's not even a conversation anymore. It is a deal breaker for me because I want my clients to to be so incredibly excited and proud of their brand. And we can't do that if we're retrofitting a three-year-old logo. The third thing is thinking that you don't need a brand photo shoot. I'm not saying that every single time you update your website, you need a new brand photo shoot, although I sort of am. But just make sure that at some point you have done a full scale professional, and I'm going to say that again, professional brand photo shoot. That does not mean you threw some clothes on and put some makeup on and then forced your partner to go out with you, you know, outside in the world and tried to fight off the wind and the birds as they took a picture of you as you're eating ice cream and trying to throw confetti in the air. Professional. That means hiring a photographer who specializes in brand photography, not headshots, brand photography, and they know what they're doing, and you have strategically planned out what your new brand and aesthetic is going to look like, and then you've made sure that the brand photo shoots fit in with that. So my absolute favorite thing in the world is when someone hasn't done a brand photo shoot yet or is willing to do a new one and I'm able to work with the photographer because I am coming with the strategy perspective of understanding your business, understanding the types of clients that you want to serve, understanding where you want your business to go in the future and where it is now and making sure that the brand and aesthetic that we're developing for you is then going to be reflected in the photo shoot. But even if you know you're not ready to do that in terms of like you have one that was a professional brand shoot and you don't want to redo it, that is also okay. But just making sure that the brand photo shoot you have was done by a professional and somebody who understands website design. And so I have a whole episode on this with Jesse Wyman, so I won't get into, you know, super crazy details here, but just making sure that the types of photos that you're getting out of a brand shoot whenever you do it is going to work for all of the different marketing perspectives that you have. Like a brand shoot should be able to serve you for a year or two across your website, across social media, across any of your marketing, kind of anything you need, you should have those photos from your brand photo shoot. So specifically for a website, you want to make sure, of course, that the site is aligned with kind of the vibe and aesthetic that you're going for in, in a new website. But I also want my clients to have lots of horizontal images with negative space where they're off center, right? Because when you're thinking about a website and you're thinking about these gorgeous header images at the top, if you're smack in the center of it, I have to shove the text all the way over to the left or all the way over to the right, or I have to crop it in a really weird way so that you're all the way over to the left or all the way over to the right so that I can fix text in. So again, these are just things that like a really good brand photographer, of course, should also be thinking about. But it's so helpful when my clients can pull me into a to a photo shoot before we start working together because I can make sure that these things are being taken care of. You also want, of course, a mix of serious and silly and fun and sad photos to use in various places. And, you know, photos of you working, photos of you with just accessories, because these are all things, of course, in any of your marketing, but especially on your website that are going to be so helpful. So for example, you know, if we're talking about how, let's say we're on a services page, you know, or work with me page, and we're talking about how your clients feel now. And, you know, your clients are frustrated or they're sad or they're just not feeling really good about themselves. You with a photo eating ice cream and throwing confetti is not 
going to go real great there, right? Because you're trying to build those know, like, and trust factors. You're trying to connect emotionally with your audience. And so when you're doing that, you want a photo that really reflects that. So maybe it's a photo of like you tearing your hair out, or it's a photo of you growling, or it's a photo of you looking really sad and dejected, or it's a photo of you spilling a cup of coffee, whatever it is. You just want to make sure that you're thinking through all of the instances that you're going to talk to on your website and that consumer journey that a client is going on of how they feel before they work with you, how they feel during your time together and the transformation that they've gone through and how they're feeling after, and that you're making sure that you're getting photos that are representing that full client transformation, that full client journey, so that in any of your marketing, but especially on your website, those photos are really going to serve you and be, you know, have a wide variety that you, that, you know, you can use in your marketing and that also, you know, I as a web designer can use. And so brand photo shoot, super important. Number four is I see a lot of business owners who either would like to write their own copy or don't understand why they need to bring in a copywriter. Okay. If you're a copywriter, I will sort of give you a pass on this, although it is so difficult to do your own work that I think even if you're a copywriter, you could benefit from having a second set of eyes because I feel oftentimes we're so close to our own business that it can be very difficult without having a second set of eyes on something, you know, just to make sure that we're being objective and we're not getting too in the weeds. But let's kind of put copywriters who are actual copywriters aside for a second. If you are not a copywriter, You need a copywriter to help you with your website design. And this is why I offer this in my package as well. And this is why this is a requirement for me. And I find most clients love this, but you get the one client every once in a while who wants to write their own copy. Most business owners are not copywriters. They don't have a journalism background. They don't understand copywriting for websites. Copywriting for websites is a beast in and of its own because there's so many different things that you need to keep in mind as you're writing website copy that are completely different from social media copy, newsletter copy, long form copy, blog writing copy. It is so, so, so different. You not only need to know how to get to the meat of the point quickly and do away with all the extraneous fat, but you also need to appeal emotionally to your clients, build those no like and trucks factors. You need to tell a story and paint a picture, right? You don't want to just You don't want to just tell them. You want to show them. You want to talk to that journey. You want to make sure that you're hitting all sides and different pieces, right? So you want to talk about where they are now, you know, before working with you, what the transformation is going to be like working with you, how they're going to feel after. You need to get all three sides of that story. It also can't be all about you. This is one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make when they write their own copy is that they write all about themselves and how they can help their clients. And yeah, of course, we want to know that, and that's wonderful. But the client really needs to feel supported. When someone comes and visits your website, they need to feel like you're speaking directly to them, like you're reading their mind. And when you're just constantly talking about, I'm this and I'm that, and I have these you know qualifications, and this is how I can help you, and this is my process, and this is why you should work with me. Okay, I don't feel any sort of connection to you. And so it's so important that you have those no like and trust factors and that appeal emotionally to make sure that you're really resonating with your client and speaking directly to them in a way that connects with them. And the other thing is, unfortunately, these days in a society that moves so quickly with super, super short attention spans, is that most people don't read full sites. So, of course, 
people who are interested in working with you and people who are the right clients for you will oftentimes deep dive in. But what you need to make sure is you need to make sure that your headlines are scannable. So if someone's going to come to your site, the first thing they're probably going to do is they're going to hit your homepage or your work with me page or your about page, and they're going to scan the headlines. And if your headlines are like, hi, I'm Stacy," Nope, that doesn't tell me anything. I need headlines that are going to tell me who you are, what you do, who you serve, and why I should work with you. And I need them to have the words that I'm using as your client. And so these are all of the reasons that it's so important to bring in someone like me who's a website copywriter who understands how to write specifically for websites. It's also so important to have CTAs and understand the flow of the page and the consumer journey. So this takes us back to the strategy point, which is my fifth and final point in this episode, is that you want to make sure that you're going with a website designer who understands strategy and the consumer journey. This is the biggest piece of what I do with my clients, and this is so important for building such a strong foundation. The reason that I literally became a website designer is because I saw a gap in the market here. I have a background in journalism and digital marketing and strategy for Fortune 500 companies. I've worked with, you know, for KitchenAid, you know, at the, at the agency level with ExxonMobil, with OxyClean, with Broadway shows like The Book of Mormon and The Phantom of the Opera. And it's so important to start with a strong foundational strategy. I realized that there were so many graphic designers who were designing gorgeous sites, and that's fine. But what I call them is pretty and useless. They looked absolutely stunning, but they had no strategy in them. And then they were doing one of two things. When you have a graphic designer who's fantastic and can create gorgeous websites, but they don't know strategy or copywriting, they're forcing you as the business owner to do one of two things. Either they're forcing you to do it, and we get back to all of the things that I just went through in my copywriting and my strategy. Most business owners are not skilled at this, and that's okay, right? You don't have to wear all the hats as the CEO. You should be outsourcing and staying in your zone of genius, and no one is expecting you to be a copywriter or a strategist in terms of your website. Or they were forcing the business owner to project manage the own pro- their own projects. So they'd be like, oh, we're bringing in, you know, Sarah, who's a copywriter over here. And then why don't you pull in Danielle, who's your business coach? And then suddenly you as the business owner are project managing this massive project. You're having to deal with the copywriter over here who's not necessarily talking to the graphic designer over here. And then you have your business coach sitting on your shoulder back there telling you something that you then have to tell the copywriter who's going to change and then go to the graph. It's like, Oh my goodness, like when no wonder people don't want to redo their websites, it becomes this enormous fucking problem that you don't want to have to deal with. Who has time for this? It's like a full-time job. And so I realized that I could create this one-stop shop for people where I could handle the strategy and the consumer journey, the copywriting, and the gorgeous rebrand to give you a highly strategic website that is also gorgeous. And I think when you work with somebody who doesn't understand strategy and isn't thinking about it from a marketing perspective, it's really hindering you because you're not connecting with your clients and you have a site that is very confusing and disconnected. And we all know, right, confused clients don't buy. 
So you really need somebody who can make sure that they understand what belongs on each page. They're always having a mind to the high level of how the client is moving through the site, what questions the client's going to have, anticipating how the client is going to think and feel as they move through your site and making sure that there is a strong strategic foundation there that is, of course, tied into understanding your business and you as the business owner and where you want that business to evolve, right? Because in an ideal world, you shouldn't have to be completely redoing your website from scratch, you know, every six months, but your business does evolve every six months, probably evolves every quarter. So you really want a website that's going to be able to grow and expand with you. And I always say like a website without a strategy is basically like asking your customers to get in their car, all gassed up, ready to grow on this cross country road trip, but they have no map or GPS or cell phone. And so maybe they'll make it to the other coast. Maybe, maybe they'll make it, but it'll be in triple the time. Or maybe they won't make it. Maybe they'll get lost. Maybe they'll make a bunch of U-turns. Maybe they'll decide to just kind of go back to where they came from. And this is exactly what happens when a client lands on a site that doesn't have strategy. They're confused. They don't understand how to hire you. They don't understand why they should hire you. And so maybe they get kind of lost up in your about page, reading fun facts about you, or they get lost on your blog, but they never make it to the other side of the country. They never make it to applying to work with you and actually hiring you. And this is so important because this is, this is losing money. This is so, you know, why would you want to do all of this extra work of trying to convince someone to hire you when you could just have a website that is really doing this for you and you can trust in your website and, and sending people there knowing that it's going to turn off the wrong customers, very important, and it's going to connect with the right ones and bring you additional sales and start to grow your client base. And so, this is so important. This is why I want to do an episode on it. Those are my five objections. I would love to hear from you if this resonated with you. Please reach out to me on Instagram. If you have other objections, I'd be happy to do a whole nother episode on on other objections. If you have questions or anything, always feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. But if this resonated with you and you're sitting there thinking like, oh shit, she's totally speaking to me and I've thought all of these things before, that is totally okay. You are not alone. That is the reason that I did this episode is I get these objections all the time, but it's really also time to do something about it. This is your wake-up call, your reminder, your sign from the universe, whatever it is. And so this week, I'm so excited that my new website and brand is officially live. I would love to help any of you out there that are looking for a website that's going to be highly strategic and grow with you as your business grows and you scale. You can always apply to work with me through my show notes, which are in whatever podcast episode you're listening to, or you can use the link in my Instagram bio or just go to stripe.creative.com. But I would love to to help any of you out there answer any questions you have. Have an incredible, amazing rest of your week. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast with yours truly, Isabel Caitlin. If you love the show, I would appreciate it if you could leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love hearing from all of you. Share it with a friend, family, colleague, or anyone you know who may benefit from this episode. Remember, you can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at stripedogcreative.com. All right, that's it for today. See you next time.